0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everybody's favorite Hollywood podcast. It's Holly Chuck. I'm Ryan, and I am joined, as always, by the person who will talk about the most trashiest stories ever written. It's Armin. Hey, Army.
1: Uh, thank you, thank you for bringing that up because uh, we were just talking on the pre-production. On the pre-production, I'm making it sound so official. The five minutes. (laughs)
0: Our pre-production meeting where we gossip about all our friends and then one second before recording talk about what we're going to (laughs) say.
1: Let's let's skim the Google Docs for 14 seconds and decide who is going to cover which story. But you did acknowledge that I get the worst stories. I mean, I think for most people, they would say these are the juiciest, the biggest stories. But between you and me, these are the stories we don't really want to cover. But... They force us to cover it. The people, not the people listening, I'm talking about the celebrities just staying in the news week after week. Leave the news. We don't want to talk about you anymore. I think
0: everyone knows who I'm referencing. <laughs> <laughs> you act like they have like a gun to your head in your apartment. Like You live in a house. In your house. <laughs> they do! Like, for- forcing you to write them in our Google Doc and... No, they don't. We can we can choose to stop talking about these people if we want to.
1: Right, they don't let us. We we would cease to have this podcast if we stop talking about them. They won't okay. let us stop talking about it. We had a whole episode dedicated to one of them. Well, basically all
0: of them, but you know. That was by choice. I here's a challenge. Okay, and this will be a listeners response challenge. <laughs> I will come up with one week of our of our podcast ideas. And if I can come up with enough content that doesn't include anything about the Kardashians or Kanye West, then I get a million dollars. No, but I then we have to find a compromise where we can maybe only discuss them once a week.
1: But here's the thing, right? It's not that there isn't enough content. Honestly, there is enough content to not talk about the Kardashians and Kanye every week. It's that like one week Kanye's threatening Pete. Now this week, Pete is posting all his text messages with Kanye, and uh, the Kardashian show is coming out. So the Hulu trailer had all these revelations. Like in my notes, right? I don't even have that. Courtney is trying for a, a baby with um, I can't Travis Barker. Like I, I don't even. Scott, just like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm that would well. That would be big news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you I have know. not kept up. Like I didn't even put that in my notes. One, because I definitely don't care. But two, there's just too many other Kardashian-related things to talk about. It's ridiculous. They don't let us. I'm telling you, Rye,
0: they they don't let us not talk about them. We can't I not know. do it. That's- But that's the problem is because they make you seem like you can't stop talking about them. And so then we never stop talking about them. And then they make a million dollars. And then she yells at us because we don't want to do any work.
1: Uh... (laughs) Are we going to start with that? Are we (laughs) going to get right into that or should we save it? You know, let's save that conversation. I think I'm too heated to get right into that. Or should we do it? Should we just dive right into the Well, I'm
0: going to just keep going about it because, bitch... She is going to yell at us that we don't want to... Well, she's yelling at women specifically, so good job, fucking women supporting women, Kim Kardashian. But she's yelling at us that we don't want to do any work. Well, guess who is doing work? It's Armin, not I, but he is doing work to find out all about what the fuck stupid shit your family is doing and keeping you relevant, bitch. So if you think that someone's not doing work, you wouldn't have a fucking job without all the people that are doing work for you.
1: I was up till we're one in the morning job, working on this Google Docs. Kim, don't tell me to get my fucking ass up and work. i am well, I am sitting down, so I'm not really getting up, but I'm yeah. sitting down behind a laptop, opening up page six, opening up us weekly I, we're working people
0: mag we're yeah this is not uh, this is not helping her case um
1: <laughs> reading all the gossip sites, working my butt up
0: working. <laughs> Oh, God. She's so stupid. But okay, like, so th- this is the quote. Should I read it? Yeah, please. To- do it She told her, Variety. Do it, her, do it with her
1: inflection. Okay, I'll try my best. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to
0: work these days. And Yeah. <laughs> I could jump. And then Courtney pops out the cuts. Yeah. It's like... I think Courtney's the only one who like doesn't have her own business. I feel I'm like, Courtney isn't working. But no, that's not true. Courtney is a great mom from what I've heard. And that being is a work. Mom is a full-time job.
1: And um, we actually mean that by the way. I think some people would Oh yeah, no. And,
0: that as sarcasm, you were not being sarcastic. This is the first time in my life I wasn't being sarcastic. Um, moms shouldn't have to have a job. Like being a mom is a job. And I'm literally being serious.
1: But um, no, but also, you know, women are not relegated, right? To, no idea. Yeah, see, we got we
0: <laughs> <laughs> be, just be. being
1: homemakers, right, Rai? I mean, just watch yourself here. <laughs> Don't get us canceled.
0: And like, women are only allowed to be moms. No, I'm saying like, being a mom is a full time job on it in itself, and like. They are moms
1: are moms are great, and they they yes. somehow can balance work yeah. and being a mom. It's incredible. And if they don't, it's okay. Courtney, yes. we see you, we hear you, we love you.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. That is what I meant. And please, like, fuck off if you're going to cancel me. <laughs> if you're a mom who's going to cancel me, though, you can fuck off. Um, anyway, <laughs> get your ass up and work. <laughs> get your ass up and work to cancel me. People have tried. Um, well, this was off to a terrible start, and <laughs> I love women like not like that, but I like love women. And I don't know. Can we <laughs> change the subject
1: <laughs> okay ha- okay let me let me do my little rant on this because I okay. have a little rant as you could expect, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, please get me to shut up for two seconds. This is obviously just one of the dumbest things anyone could say, <laughs> but to really, really hit it home for anyone who maybe thought that this quote resonated with them, maybe Kim has a point. Maybe the reason why young people today, and specifically for some reason calling out young women, I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) Very bizarre. But someone may say to themselves, oh yeah, the reason why young people today don't have money, they're in tons of debt, they are struggling, it's because they don't work hard. Right? You've heard that, right? Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not true. Did, it, did, did you know that? I'm like a little caller response. I don't, know, I don't know. It's not true. In fact, all the research, all the studies show that people are working harder than ever today. I think there's a stat. Basically, people are 400% more productive today than in the 80s. People take less time off today than they have at any point in mm-hmm. uh, modern history. People... I'm talking about since the implementation of important labor laws, right? Mm -hmm. People are working more hours in a day and not necessarily receiving overtime, often not. And that actually becomes a part of this story. Did you see, Rai? some of the people who worked for Kim Kardashian saying, yeah, I was working like 14 hours a day for her on salary, not getting OT and Mm -hmm. getting paid not a living wage. But mm -hmm. but she's gonna tell me to get my fucking ass up and work hard. I was Mm -hmm. working hard and I could barely survive. I knew a girl
0: like like we interned together in college, and she was like a personal assistant. Like she was basically a personal assistant for a personal assistant for the Kardashian family. And she was just like, no, like the girls, like she was just like a part time like intern, basically personal assistant. But she would be like, no, like everyone who works with this family like is. They don't have a life. Like it's like on call 24 seven, like you, and if you miss their call, if you don't answer their call, like it's crazy. And they're like, here's the thing. I'm not saying that it's easy to be one of the most famous rich people in the world, but like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And like, you're not selling, you're not paying your people. You have 400 million different companies that are all using like essentially like illegal Work practices, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. And, like, yeah, I don't m- like to say that people don't work. I have so many friends who have a full time job and then still have to have a part time job to afford their life. Like, it's so ridiculous. To live paycheck
1: like, to paycheck, not even yeah. to have a ton of savings, but to live paycheck to paycheck.
0: Yeah, it's insane. And, like, I'm a it's lazy piece insane. of shit. Like, I'm not saying I wake up every morning at the crack of dawn and just start pumping out but you work two
1: jobs you work your ass off jobs
0: (laughs) yeah that's true actually you work more than two you work at least three if not four and they do this which is no i'm kidding i don't do shit but um (laughs) it's like i'm i'm not saying like any everyone is super productive with every hour of their waking life but like should they have to be right people deserve rest Right. And resting is part of the work, people. And that is something I learned in the past couple years, especially during quarantine and shit. And if I was sitting around on my ass watching TV, I'm like, you lazy piece of fucking shit. Mm -hmm. You aren't going to go anywhere. And then I was like, wait a goddamn second. I can be working, working, working. I need to rest at least for a few hours or a a day even to do work the rest of the fucking week. Yeah. uh, right. I
1: took a labor law class in 2012. We read a Sounds book. for awful. At one of my favorite classes. Okay. Loved it. One of the books we read for that class was called The Overworked American. Since 2012, a decade later, we have only been forced to work even harder and harder to make less and less and for housing to mm-hmm. cost more and more, for healthcare to become more and more afford- unaffordable. -hmm. For student loan debt to rise and rise and rise. I think at the time in 2012, I think student loan debt was around 800 billion for 45 million Americans. Now it's at 2 trillion. It's approaching 2 trillion for 45 million Americans. That's not even a real number it's insane right for 45 million americans to hold that much debt that's crushing right and of course we've had the moratorium for the last couple years right but we we needed it there was a a plague kim maybe that's not why we're not working because there's a plague ever heard of it (laughs) i want to give a few more stats to our listeners because i think they will appreciate it and not snooze um everyone's like skipping they're like
0: i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about anymore no i'm kidding
1: Okay, well, you know how people like to shit on millennials. They don't work. They all they do is eat their avocado toast. That's why they're so mm-hmm. poor. Here's some mm-hmm. stats, right? D- despite working so hard, which we've proven through the data, millennials at the same period of time as Gen Xers and Boomers, meaning the same age period, which I think the age range was like 28 to 32, let's say, because you know right now millennials—that's the age. That's the, around the age. Yes, yeah, oldest millennials are like 40. The youngest millennials are uh, in their mid 20s. People don't okay. realize that. Millennials aren't children anymore. They are full right. grown adults, born from 81 to like 95, 96. So when boomers were around 28 to 30, they had over 25% of the wealth in the United States, over okay. 20, one fourth of all the wealth. Gen X at the same age, 8%. Millennials, 3%. Yeah. 3% at the same age. That's why they're struggling. And yet, and yet, you know, people say, it's millennials not working hard. No, no, millennials are working hard. They're just not getting paid for the work. And on top of it, when uh, when boomers were growing up, school was ostensibly free. School was free. Universities were Literally free.
0: free.
1: Literally, Literally free.
0: free. Yeah.
1: My dad went to UCLA as a foreign student and only had to pay $800 a year for school. As a foreign mm-hmm.
0: student. Mm-hmm. My mom's, like semester it was like $250 a semester or something. She's like, but we like had to pay for like the books afterwards too. And I'm like, mom, I mean I didn't pay for college, so I'm very lucky, but like she was oh, like We yeah, had to pay for books. Huh? I had to pay for books. We had to pay for books. No, I know. And but that was like her thing. She's like, well we still have to buy our textbook. I'm like okay our textbooks are like a hundred dollars each. She was like yeah I had to work a serving job in college to pay my tuition. I'm like what two shifts a year? Right. <laughs> Right. And, and there's a lot of data that shows like the minimum wage at
1: the time basically translates to like t- 20 something dollars an hour today. So they were getting paid like 20 something dollars an hour, working like maybe 15 to 20, 20 hours a week. And all they had to do was pay off $500 a year of school. Mm-hmm. Today's school is $15,000 at a public university a year. Uh, 15000 if you're lucky. And, and healthcare was free back then. Not get a good
0: job. Ugh, I hate it here.
1: Healthcare used to uh, not be for profit. That that law was changed in the late 70s, early 80s. So healthcare was a non-profit by law industry. Then it became for profit. Now, of course, the profits, someone has to pay for it. It's the people. It's Sorry, the I could people. go off. You know me, right? I could go off on this stuff all day. Kim Kardashian, read a book. Listen to someone other than, I don't know, the
0: people who are telling you that you have to become even more of a billionaire. But you know what it meet, is, Ryan?: Meet one of your employees in person, maybe. That would give you a good idea of what's going on. That'd be nice.
1: Can I tell you what this statement is, though? And then we'll wrap this up. What is it? It's a statement driven by fear. She is scared that people will realize their worth. And if they realize their worth, well, maybe she can't get free content out of them well, maybe she can't get 18-hour days out of them but only pay for eight. And paying those eight, she's paying a minimum wage. Mm-hmm. She is scared that there will be a collective consciousness shift where people start to think, well, we are working really hard. We are working really hard. We're not getting paid.
0: And for what? So, and also, like, upward movement. Like, i am is she, like, promoting anyone ever? Doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, right. If anything, she lays people off.
1: No, she is signaling to her people, this is what I think about you. I think you are scum. I think you're subhuman. No matter how hard you work, I don't think you're working hard enough. Keep working harder, and I want to keep paying you less. Because for her, it's not enough to be a billionaire. She wants to have even more and more billions. And she knows if people know their worth as people and know that they make the company, not her as as a face. It's the people that collectively come together to create the success of all our companies. She knows if they think that way, she won't be a billionaire. She'll be like a hundred millionaire. And that's scary to her. She is scared. And I love to see it. Keep talking, Kim. You're going to anger the people.
0: This is turned <laughs> into we, like this, like. <laughs> we are the people. And we're fucking pissed, bitch. I am livid. But you know what? I'm not taking the Pepsi. I'm not taking the Pepsi from you guys. There's no peace here. Don't even try to even freaking look at me right now, Kendall. And guess what? I'm going to continue barely working and I'm going to continue just being a piece of shit and Kim can do nothing about it. But you're not a woman. So this actually didn't apply to you. Right. At the end of the day, this really had nothing to do with either of us, but so glad we got to put our opinions out there and everyone is welcome. And we just ended misogyny and good for us. Yeah. You're welcome women. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Be sure to thank us in the comments just kidding we love all of our i don't think we have a single male listener so i love all love all our ladies but no, our we-
1: demographics are literally i think it's like 92 percent women who listen so we love you that's why i'm so mad
0: yeah, stop talking pissed. shit kim yeah and armin's keeping track of those statistics that i all not- the
1: data it's all up here <laughs> all in I all in the brain
0: episode. thanks you guys so much for listening that was all the hollywood <laughs> gossip of the week and we'll see you next time <laughs> just
1: kidding. i don't think i've ever been more mad on this i don't think i've ever actually been mad on this podcast i just got mad
0: i think i got mad at you once well that's common you get mad at me all the time <laughs> we've never gotten mad about like a topic was, no because they're was... they're, all, they're all so silly, usually <laughs> that was good of us. look at us, okay, growth. <laughs> I don't really know if I said anything um meaningful, but you know what? I was here, and I listened.
1: Well, you started to veer down the path of like women
0: should only have to be homemakers, <laughs> so that oh, was <laughs> I thought you were gonna edit that part out. <laughs> um no that was not what i said that's gonna turn into a clip a sound bite and we're gonna get canceled um anyway you know who isn't getting canceled? <laughs> i don't know i couldn't i couldn't transition that was,
1: that was good because it's true kanye is not getting canceled
0: anytime <sighs> soon. could not roll my eyes harder right now do you want me to get into the deets on this story Get into the deeds, And I think even though we didn't hold the poll yet, I think I'm going to put one singular moment of effort into this podcast and come up with a non-Kardashian Kanye episode. And it's going to be really great. Just letting everyone know that I'm going to do that. Eventually at one point in my life, I will put work into this and that is what it's going to be.
1: It has to be for next week because I want it to be hot off the, the heels of a lot of sto- Kardashian Kanye stories just to break mm-hmm. it up, right? You can't do it three
0: months from now. No one remembers what they're doing. True. Okay, fine. Next week, y'all better get ready for Ryan's episode.
1: <laughs> also, you know you know what's coming is the Kardashian show on Hulu. I really Ugh. think this is all kind of a PR it, marketing scheme.
0: It's all PR marketing. Uh, we've talked about this before. Everything they fucking do is calculated. And I did see like someone co- post about it and they were like, Y'all realize, and we were we fell victim, y'all realize she said this quote because she knew people would get pissed and then talk about her, right? And I'm like, yep, and mm. guess what? We just spent 15 minutes doing exactly that. So
1: good job, Kim. And then people are going to hate watch the Kardashians on, on Hulu. We talked about it in the Kanye episode. He was promoting Donda too. I think now they're promoting the Kardashians. And once the Kardashians takes its, I don't know, six-month hiatus... They'll they'll disappear and it'll be like, you know, it never happened until they reappear into our collective consciousness again. It's really annoying, but Can't we're wait. here. We're doing it. Um did you see the text
0: messages? That... I did see the text. Okay. And I do love the text, but here's the thing, I love Pete Davidson. So he's like the one shining bright of this like moment for me of this whole saga.
1: So You're pro-texts? Are you pro what he said in the text? I'm absolutely pro-text, yes. Let me set the stage. I'm team skeet. He's he's owning skeet now, which is great. I know, and I love that. Uh, I'll set the stage for our listeners. So Kanye brought up the texts over the weekend. He said, quote, At this point, it's going too far. God, please. The boyfriend texts me, antagonizing me, bragging about being in bed with my wife. End quote. And then... Through a uh, writer on uh, SNL, Dave Cyrus, Pete um, posted the text messages to Instagram because Pete has deleted his Instagram. So Dave Cyrus posted on his Instagram. And um, I'll go through the exchange. Should I just go through the whole exchange? Please. Okay, so Pete texts Kanye, yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing, and you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore, and I've done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. Kanye responds, oh, you're using profanity now. Where are you right now? Pete responds with a photo of himself in bed, and he says, in bed with your wife. Iconic. i love I, how I, much
0: I, you love that right that's so good i mean that is just too good i love that
1: um then uh pete says i'm in la for the day if you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk you don't scare me bro your actions are so pussy and embarrassing it's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily Uh, and quote, and then he continues. He says, let me help you, man. I struggle with mental health stuff too. It's not an easy journey. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm just laughing at like the switch up. Like he's, he's calling him a a little bitch boy. (laughs) And then he's like, I want to help you. Well, I'll get into my thoughts on this. Um, it's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. Absolutely true. Um, you'll be so happy and at peace. I have your back, even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth. But if you continue to press me like you have for the last six months, I'm going to stop being so nice
0: and quote. OK, so, right. You, you loved this. I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, I, I don't have many thoughts other than. In bed with your wife is the best response to a where are you right now text I've ever seen. Um. <clears throat> It's almost like out of a show and then you think oh
1: that's that's like too on the nose too kind of corny like that would never happen but he actually
0: did it. Oh no, it's so good. I mean it's like what is it truth is stranger than fiction or whatever the fuck like if someone did yeah. that on TV I'd be like eh, okay, I but like in real life I'm like that's that only works in real life. I feel like you can't write this.
1: And the fact that it's oh. like Pete doing it to Kanye about Kim makes it like another level to this right you know it's
0: just too much um i i just no i don't know i like this can't be real anymore like i mean was it ever real i just (laughs) i don't understand how this happened to our like collective consciousness that this is like truly that he's not even posting it on his instagram it's like through someone else's instagram like It's just insane to me. I love that he called him a little internet bitch boy because it is true. Like, it's just blowing up on the internet. And it is kind of, like... It is kind of sad to watch him, like, ruin his legacy like this. I mean, we all know my personal vengeance against Kanye before all of this happened, but... (laughs) For his legacy to other people, and this is how it's, like, going down, is, like, kind of cringy. And... I don't know. I support Pete. I'm glad that he. I support Pete. Like me standing by Pete.
1: (laughs) Team Uh, team
0: skeet. Hashtag team skeet. I'm like, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like standing up for him. Um, You're you're getting
1: your ass up and working for Pete.
0: I will. Like, I will not get my ass up and work for much. I will for Pete. And (laughs) meet me on the corner of blah, blah, blah. And we will, like, I go protest this. I don't know. I just can't. It's just too much. Uh, w- did you see like, kanye's quote um oh sorry wh- wh- what were you gonna say well i'm just gonna like didn't he say like this is where i draw the line and i'm like this is where you draw the line like this all of this has happened and a text message is where you're gonna draw the line <laughs> like it seems a little bit hypocritical sir
1: um
0: kanye said quote
1: i'm like well who's watching my children if he's texting me bragging about being in bed with my wife and quote what do you think about that
0: Hmm, one of my answers is one of your twenty nannies who apparently aren't working fucking hard. That's probably who's watching your children. I'm just right. gonna say that really quick. I um, was gonna
1: say, Kanye, you know the answer to that Kim Kim isn't taking care of the children very often. Let's be real; like she is jet setting across the world, going to the Caribbean with Pete, going to here, going there. Like her kids aren't there all the time. They do have to go to school, and right. we know they go to school because apparently Kanye was taking them to school. There was some story where uh kim was like you you do know the kids schedules uh because kanye was saying i don't even know my kids schedules anymore and kim was like you do know it you just took the kids to school you picked them up and took them to school so like when kim is like in paris or whatever with Pete, like who is taking care of (laughs) that was traumatizing right um it was pr just kidding (laughs) you never know what these with these people but um, no, no. I mean, what I was going to say is that, you know, the lifestyle that she leads as like a, I don't know, socialite, like that's yeah, a big part of her job is being a partier and going to places and being seen like just, the kids aren't there. So like, Kanye, you know, you know,
0: like, you know, there's,
1: there's like 50 people that take care of your, your kids. And they're That's the life you enough.
0: chose. And they're not working hard enough. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay. Here's my take on the Pete text. We all know Kanye has some mental health struggles, right? Like, we all agree on that. Like, he, Kanye has admitted it to a degree. Um, So I think it's the worst tact possible to go, like, I'm in bed with your wife. And then, like, but I want to help you. And then, like, you're a little bitch and you're embarrassing and you're like, you're ruining your legacy. And then, like, I struggle, too. It's like. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's not helpful, right? And if you recognize well, that he is struggling with his mental health, as you have had mm-hmm. before in your life, wouldn't wouldn't you approach it with
0: a little more? I don't know, more being more delicate about it. I mean, I think that that ship has sailed. There's been like too much going on. Didn't Connie post a music video of him like murdering him? Like, did that- he literally murder Pete? <laughs>
1: But my point is, don't pretend like you're the nice guy that loves him and, like, wants him to be at peace and be happy. It's like,
0: I don't really think that's true, because then you wouldn't send pictures of you in bed with his wife. Like, come on. I know, but he also could want it because he wants it to, to like, end. Like, I'd be like, can you, like, please get help because this is fucking annoying.
1: Right, then don't send those texts. All I'm saying is pick a lane he's just he's obviously phony he's phony he he hates kanye he wants to antagonize him but he's he is antagonizing him through the facade of i'm trying to help you
0: but it's just but like a way to get actually, big. i don't think he's actually gonna like help kanye west like i don't think kanye's gonna be like oh well in that case like want to hop on a call and we can talk about our mental health struggles like it's also not it's also in my opinion, pretty common knowledge that Pete Davidson has mental health struggles. He's opened up about it very publicly before. So it's like, not like he's like coming out as someone with mental health issues. <laughs> like it's pretty right. like out there. So yeah, he takes
1: medication like- and he sees a therapist
0: and he's been to rehab multiple times. Like he, he works on it. He works on it. I think it's more him being like, I get that you are struggling like, but this isn't how to fucking go about it, dude. But also it's a bigger mental health crisis conversation. And like, we can only we can only go off on one topic per episode. And we already did about millennials not working hard enough. Right. So we can't get into the mental health struggle conversation. My um, only
1: point is when Pete says, quote, let me help you, man. and quote. I think he's being phony and doesn't mean it at all. That's all.
0: I agree. I don't think he's like, if Kanye was like, okay, like, let's chat. I don't think he'd be like. I think he'd probably be like, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, actually, I'm busy. Ooh, I didn't Being think in would bed take with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes too. If I offer to help someone and they're like, yeah, for sure. I'm like, oh God. I thought you'd say no. I've never <laughs> offered offered to help anyone in my life. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> I'm like, what world is this where you're offering people help? I'm um, just trying to relate to Skeet because I'm Team Skeet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> team Skeet. <laughs> Uh, do we want to talk about this
0: whole changing the kids' schedule story? Uh, I mean, do we need to get into that? Not necessarily. The the least amount of time we have to spend on Kanye West being awful, the better, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I do I, want I to mean, talk about. I do want to talk about Kanye West telling Kim that her career's over. That's okay. Let's let's skip to that.
1: The long and the short of the whole kids' story is just Kanye accusing Kim of not allowing him to see the kids, and he's mad about TikTok.
0: I probably wouldn't let him see my kids either at this point. It's scary.:
1: <laughs> Oh, I do like this quote. He said that Kanye said that he thinks that Kim and Pete are pawns in a bigger game and was asking God to forgive them. So uh, that that was just a part of that whole story in the right. notes here about the, the kids' schedules. I don't know how that plays into it, but um,
0: you know, it's just fun it's a fun sound bite, regardless of if it's relevant to the story.
1: I'll say this. If they are pawns in a bigger game, I know I know who is moving the pawns
0: on the chessboard. Chris? Chris Jenner. Chris <laughs> Jenner. Let's be real. Oh, God. I can't wait. Well, I can wait. You know what? I'm just going to own it. If they were to come out with a tell-all, if someone came out with a tell-all book, I would read it.
1: Wow. That's huge coming from you, Rai. You've been so
0: anti any Kardashian-Jenner content. But it would need to be like straight up like, a trusted source, like a legitimate source, who like worked for them or something, and like a Faye Resnick, it.
1: like what Faye Resnick did uh, in the aftermath
0: of of the the Nicole murder. Yes, I was like, I think I know this story, but like, yeah, I need like the exact, and I need, I need no, you know, no hesitations, like every little detail about how insane they are. I need that. But, brentwood hello
1: levels of detail right the yeah, brentwood I would hello i would read it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay love it
0: <laughs> love it okay let's move on to the told my career is over story i will also admit i did watch the trailer but it's because someone posted it and they were like oh this looks good and then i was like ah oh, fine i had i had two minutes and 30 seconds
1: are you getting sucked in rye are you getting sucked into the kardashian you're world you're forcing
0: me I knew you would bring it up, so I was like, I guess I'll watch it if I have to know about it for this episode. I think I was in the bathroom. I think I was, like, taking a shit, and I was like, this is the only time I have nowhere else to go. I will force myself to watch this.
1: Watching a trailer is a good way to pass some time. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. going number two.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It was so tacky, though. Like, like, i was like almost on board i was like okay it's like a little bit more like about their like job i like i've never watched the regular show but i was like okay this could, could be interesting where it lost me was at the end when she's like never <laughs> never go against the family i'm like okay <laughs> hey, you're not the fucking godfather's bitch like come on you all go against each other like every day i feel <laughs> right right
1: and like by the way like look what happened to the Corleone family like it wasn't (laughs)
0: didn't turn out that good you know it's not like yeah like why do you want that to be like your vibe like it was weird (laughs) like I that's when it lost me I was like eh no I'm
1: good they always say corny shit like that though that's just who they are I hate that
0: (laughs) so what do you think of that quote though I've never I've never go against the family no that he told me my career is over that Kanye West told Kim Kardashian that her career is over. Um, hilarious because let's look at whose career is actually over. Nobody knew that your sec- that your newest album came out, Kanye. Um, no, I don't think Kim. I don't think Kim Kardashian's career will ever be over. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, she'll just continue to have stuff that people will buy and care about. And yeah, I don't. I really don't think it's possible. I think. I think so her I think
1: company's yeah, I think it's projecting. I think her companies basically run themselves at this point. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like she'll keep raking in money, even if she's no longer
0: like a CEO. I don't even know if she is a CEO, right? I know. I also am like, what's your career? Like, what what career is over? I'm really am unclear. Like, your show just ended and you already have another show. That's confusing.
1: Post, to posting to Instagram. I'm, I'm going to get
0: you banned. My career is over. <laughs> It's like... Um, no, I just think that's, that's funny. It's a, um, it's a, it's a sound, sound bite that works. Um, yeah, I guess that, I mean, I assume I, I, I'm reading the outline. It says that Kanye West did film with them for the show. I'm assuming those scenes will probably not make it into the final edit. Um, I don't so know. Maybe, well, Imagine the hype around an episode with Kanye. Was he in the original show ever? Yeah, there, oh, there's
1: there's a there's a there's a famous um clip <laughs> where it's it's Kanye um you know doing his first confessional and he's like he's like wow I feel like my life is really turning into The Incredibles like like because you know in the movie they they did these uh confessionals and yeah and um his wife had a big booty like my wife and and it's oh, just all. God. All leading up to like when, when we're just gonna have superpowers. It's something
0: like that. I forget the exact. <laughs> that makes no sense. Also, like, there's a lot of movies and shows that have confessionals. How is The Incredibles the f- like? That is not the first one that pops my head when I think of confessionals. <laughs> I think he just loves The Incredibles so much. So he was just happy to be there. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Um. No, that's that. That would be cool i guess but also like he's scary and i don't need to see him on tv also i'm not gonna watch the show so it doesn't really affect me right i'm not gonna watch the show (laughs) i'm like addicted you're you're gonna be watching the show and having to keep it
1: a secret Mm -hmm. to everyone you know but then one one day someone's gonna bring up a part of the show and be like and you're gonna say oh yeah and then that
0: happened and you're gonna Mm -hmm. reveal yourself (laughs) You're I'm just like, not gonna uh, be able to help I assume, it i assume that's what happened next they're like you knew the exact quote <laughs> i'm like uh. yeah speaking I of quotes uh, oh, that oh good was that, that, that good speaking of quotes a white woman made a very in a unfortunate quote recently this week um you could say that about any week by the way yeah, <laughs> I mean, for the first time ever, <laughs> a white woman did something stupid. Um, no. Okay, so this actually is a little bit, there's there's, there's stuff to unpack, I feel here. Mm-hmm. And we are the people that should be unpacking this. Um, <laughs> so Jane Campion, who directed The Power of the Dog, which if you haven't, didn't I talk about this last week? you? I feel did like you? I talked about this. I don't know. I've been talking about this movie. I loved this movie. I haven't seen um, it yet, but I've heard good things. You need to watch it. And the acting is incredible. The scenery, costumes, music, so good. It was not what I was expecting. Don't look up anything about it, really, before you watch it. That's all I'm going to say. I've just and heard this... the Sam Elliott comments. So I know oh a little bit about it through the Sam Elliott comments. And then her clapback. Jean yeah, he's calling him, him a little bitch. Um, <laughs> Jane Campion, there's a lot to unpack with her. She's a character. Um, <clears throat> so she won, like, the Director of the Year at the Critic... or but, The Director of the Year. Best Director at the Critics' Choice Awards this week, which is apparently a, a award show that people care about because I have never heard anyone talk about this award show as much as I did this week. Um... So she won, and Serena and Venus Williams were there because their movie about their childhood is, like, nominated for shit. King Richard, um, right? Yeah, with Will Smith <laughs> foreshadowing. And <laughs> um, <laughs> so she wins the award, and she says, Serena and Venus, Venus, good job. Serena and Venus, you are such marvels. However, you do not play against the guys like I have to. Basically, making it because she, right before this sentence, so she was like, I would like to, you know, how people are always like, oh, my other, my fellow nominees or whatever. So she's right. like, oh, I'd like to shout out to my, well, you know, the guys who I was nominated against or like the men or something. Cause it's all men always. And she's female director, blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, <turning into laughs> I just
1: yada, yada, yada. <laughs>
0: I'm turning over, into Kim like- Kardashian. I guess women have never even tried to direct a movie before. <laughs> Maybe get off your ass and direct a movie, women.
1: Yeah, um, y- yada yachting over the part where women have historically been excluded <laughs> from being, you know, on the, in the director's chair, and 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 then when they're in the director's chair, not being recognized for it. Yeah, that that will get us canceled yada. as well. Right? You you are on a cancel streak, and it's all directed towards women. Weirdly, I, really? I don't know what's happening
0: this is not my week you guys i love women i hate men like it's fine um no and i i'm like gonna like talk myself into a hole but like this was like one of my favorite movies of the year and it like deserves all the awards um okay so anyway she said that and it was bad and the best part is like they like cut to serena and venus and like their reactions are just hilarious. It's the um, cringe uh, face. Like they had the, you know, the emoji where someone's cringing.
1: They're like they're it's pulling like a their face teeth and then, back.
0: Yeah, it's like the it's like the cringe face and then it turns into them kind of like laughing and clapping along, but like the audience reaction in general was really weird too.
1: Well, and the audience was, was hyped.
0: Well, they, they were like yeah. <laughs> they didn't know like was it a joke or was it like a like, was it, like, a jab at, like, people? Like, it was, like, hard to say.
1: It was a joke uh, jab. But, like, what I what I didn't understand was it just felt so unnecessary. Like, why right. and where did this come from? Like, why do you need to, like, call out, like, Serena and, and Venus Williams,
0: like, for for playing like, women's I tennis? <laughs> I could be wrong. But I think she also made a, a – she said something earlier in her speech of, like – I'm in the same room as Serena and Venus or something. Like, so I think she was like, she had already called them out and she was like, I can't believe I'm in the same room as them. No, and no, but like, I mean, is like, why do you have to say, however, you do not play against the guys like I have to. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. Like so belittling strange. their achievements. It makes no yeah. sense. And no, it makes no sense. <laughs> ignoring, by the way, the, the racial component, which is they yeah. have faced a lot of, you know, backlash and obstacles for being black women in their sport. You know, you may have heard about the whole, like, um, uh, outfit controversy with Serena Williams. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, was very, obviously very racially motivated. Because I think there were other examples of women wearing similar sort of, like, tight-fitting type of outfits. But, you know, she got called out for it. And I think the outfit was banned for no reason, like, but just targeted against her. Very bizarre. Right. I don't remember all the details of that story, but the point is that you know, of what we know, I mean what we've seen, you know, and um you know, the the, well, the history like of her, these
0: sports. Yeah, in, her, in their sport specifically, right? Like all of the like white men who are like not as good at good as them being like, Yeah, the goats, the goats and it's like, no, actually like literally Serena and Venus are better than them. And just like nobody wants to recognize that it's totally uncalled for and very random. And it's just a confusing quote to like say during your speech about not even their movie, which was weird. Um, but yeah, she did circle back and apologize. <laughs> um, there's photos of them at the after party. They all, they all went to the Netflix after party I saw. So they were all at the same after party. There's a photos of them like, Hugging and laughing and stuff, which also brought up some controversy because I saw, you know, people online being like, Jane Campion knew what she was doing. Like there were cameras. She wanted to get a picture with them afterwards, like looking like their besties, whatever, Um, which could totally be true, could totally not be true. Um, Serena and Venus have not commented on it, which they don't need to. And they probably were just like, I don't even want to deal with this um but yeah she did apologize does that make a difference who's to know um but yeah
1: yeah i mean look an apology will only go so far i think (laughs) what we all can you know see is that it was just a very bizarre comment and you just wonder what's going on in someone's head like when they say something like that like you know and some i think some people may may hear this or maybe react to the story and go so what? Oh, she made one little comment. Yeah, no one's saying that this is a crime that she should be punished for, but right. but you have this like big platform for like sixty to ninety seconds and like just, just thank the people and move on. Like, why do you have to use it to like make this strange gender right. dig at Serena and Venus? Yeah. To to uh to somehow try to
0: to convey that like you're better than them. Because Yeah, or like your struggle to get up up on that stage right. was so much harder than anything they've ever struggled with. It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. You've had to overcome more, you've faced
1: bigger obstacles, you've been oppressed more. I don't know what she's going for, right? Like, what? which is it from this pile? Right. Probably all of it. No. I think she was trying to say all of it. I've achieved something greater than you've ever achieved. I've overcome greater obstacles. Do not compare. There's no need to compare. I'm just, you know what right. I mean. Like what you have achieved is great. You know, women in film are not given very many opportunities, and often not but recognized for their achievements.
0: Even, but guess who's given even little, uh, more less? <laughs> who's given less opportunities? Women of color in film, Jane Campion. So, like, just don't, like, there's no need. You can make your little jab at the guys, which will take you jab at the men. Please jab at the men. <laughs> but just leave it at that. There was no need to compare even yourself to other women, especially in not even the same career as you. So, that's just nonsensical. And yeah, just very strange. Strange way to go about it. She's been, she's been messy the past couple weeks. We'll just, We'll just say that it's going to be a weird, it's going to be a weird Oscar ceremony
1: if she wins anything. I I think she's been enjoying, uh, you know, the spotlight, you know, but, uh, yeah, did it, didn't really make much sense to go there at all. Um, yeah, I, I still, I still am marveling at it. Why, why target Serena and Venus for this jab? Like you said, right. Target the other men like she already had.
0: Right. It was really, it was really uncomfortable. But whatever, that's something she has to deal with.
1: It reminds me of this Patricia Arquette quote that I'm trying to find. Do you remember what I'm re- re- referencing?
0: I remember she said something weird, but I feel like she's always saying something weird, too. So I'm trying yeah. to pull
1: it up here. Okay, here, here, I think I found it. Um, she said. It's time for women. Equal means equal. The truth is, the older women get, the less money they make. The highest percentage of children living in poverty are in female-headed households. It's inexcusable that we go around the world and we talk about equal rights for women in other countries, and we don't. It's time for all women in America and all the men that love women, all the gay people, and all the people of color that we've all fought for to fight for us now. Uh, and that was, that was not where I was expecting that quote to go. <laughs> right. And so people started to go... Um, do you understand intersectional issues at all? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. How about
0: gay women of color? Yeah, wait a second. Hello. Also, like, also, like have you fought for any of those people just <laughs> in general as a society? Like, it's very unclear. Patricia Arquette is like,
1: civil rights, gay rights, that's all me. It's That's all women. You're welcome. We did now it.
0: Do something for me as I win an Oscar. Like, wait, what? Okay, that is unhinged. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a certain brand of white feminism that seems to diminish, you know, other um, injustices, you know, and and other calls for equality, right? It's like as if it doesn't exist or doesn't matter. And of course, you know, uh, there's a lot of women's rights issues that are so, all women's rights issues are incredibly important, right? From reproductive to equal pay, etc, etc. But like, why is it like this Olympics of like, no, I, I get the gold and, you know, like, you're not on my level. You
0: need to help me out. Like, this is a tougher struggle. Um, I think my, um, very I think bizarre. we just, need to, we need to stop giving um, white women awards. That's start, just keep giving it to the men. They're too fucking stupid <laughs> to say anything controversial. They'll just kind of stand up there, say a few things and leave, and then we'll just all be good and if it's will smith (laughs) i'm just gonna i think everyone got that one (laughs) i just need to be canceled i'm just going for it today i hope this is my last podcast episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and if it's will smith who gets the award and does the talking um we know he will only talk about whether or not him and jada pinkett smith have uh had affairs or not had affairs or find other people attractive or not find other people attractive right i don't even have much to say about this latest story which is basically will smith saying that they have never cheated on each other will smith or jada pinkett smith right they've never cheated on each other that's the latest um my the reason why i put this story in our notes is because i just wanted to talk about how i'm tired of talking about slash hearing about Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett Smith, basically through Will Smith nonstop. In the last like three or four months alone, he's talked about it with like I think it was Oprah, with GQ, and now he's talking about it with Gail King on CBS. Will, just stop. We get it. We get it. You and Jada have a lifetime partnership full of entanglements. It do, it's not affairs, it's not cheating. We get, we, we get the concept just stop and now i'm realizing through our conversation today that it's probably just for promoting king richard yes, right like, like kanye does his thing to promote donna too kim does her thing to promote the kardashians will smith is trying to promote king richard good for him
0: find something else to mine for content mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. it's just so annoying <laughs> it is annoying because it's just like we got like we got it, dude. Like you guys have a very unique relationship. It's probably not even that unique. There's probably millions of people in a similar type of relationship as you they have you're an just, open you, relationship, right? Right. Or something <laughs> where like, we get it. And I'm like, I actually don't really get it, but, um, yeah, it's just like, find something else to talk about. Like also like you're in this like pretty like popular movie. Like if you like talk about that, maybe, um, yeah, <laughs> Also, Jada's, like, sitting around being silent, being like, why are you still going on about this? Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's just this. And then there's no, like, new revelations either. It's, like, reading about it. It's just talking about the thing from two years ago. It's like, yeah, we got it, dude. She had another boyfriend, but it wasn't cheating. Sounds good.
1: I think they got so much attention from that whole August Alcina thing two years ago that, like, if they're ever looking for attention... Nowadays
0: they're like, they're oh, like, we could just go back that? to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember August Alzheimer's? Does everyone remember that? Because we we can tell you guys about it again. And everyone's like, no, like we okay, well so we're like, oh god. Like they must be awful at parties. I'm just gonna say that. just looping the same story over and over and over again which like same i only have four stories that i just tell over and over again for two weeks until i come up with a new story but like i'm not on magazines about it so like yet yeah right you're not hopping from gq to oprah to gail king
1: telling the same exact story over the course of six months by the way this isn't like a press junket tour over right. the course of the week where you do tell the same story over and over again to, like, Jimmy Kimmel and then Jimmy Fallon and then right. the other whatever Jimmys there are out there doing like Lewis Jimmy. Show. Yeah. No, This the, the first story that I referenced was in September 2021 where he, he opened thing, up
0: right? about their monogamy, non-monogamy thing, you know? And, like, Will Smith, like, if your life is boring just, like, admit it, you know? Like, if you don't really have much going on other than, like, a weird thing that happened two years ago like, that's fine. Like, you know, you used to be like all in the tabloids and, you know, just be an actor, be a good actor who just kind of lays low and just kind of maybe wins an Oscar this year. And then like, we're good. Like we just hang out, man. You've had a long life. You've done a lot of things. You've given us plenty of great entertainment. We don't need it anymore. Okay. This is the last I want to hear about. Somebody pass this on to him, so he knows he, we're <laughs> allowing him to just chill out. Okay, you're welcome, Will. Just hang, just just lay on the couch and don't get your. You know what? Don't get your ass up and work. Okay, you continue to not work, and I will, and we will be happy. We'll let Kim know that it's not your fault, and you don't have to work anymore. Just hang. the the
1: next time i want to hear about him and jada's relationship is only if they're getting a divorce i don't want to hear about it ever again otherwise we talked i feel like we talked
0: about this two years ago where we're like i don't think they'll ever get divorced because they're just like chilling
1: but then they're They're happy in there he has a quote where he says like he he doesn't think of monogamy as relational perfection we get it done cool like that's not groundbreaking dude Anyway. It is to him, I I think he I think he feels like he invented something. He wants us all to know how how well he invented it. You see how we got through August Alcina, we even we did the red table talk together. How amazing was that? We're Thank like, you. We're over it. That's old news. That was Holly
0: Shook 2020. They're like the least chill, chill couple of all time. I'm just gonna that's that just sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's like too much
1: anxiety, you know, around this supposed chill. Like if if you guys are so chill. And it's all so chill. Like, it just feels like he's having to prove it way too hard. It's like, no, 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 no. Do your chill thing. Let her sleep with August Alsina. You go do your thing. Was it what? He was talking about Halle Berry or something recently. Remember that whole thing he talked about having 20 women, wanting oh to God, have 20 yeah. women by his side at all times? I don't even know. Yeah. It's too much to keep track of. Will,
0: do it. Just, just. Will, l- just l- shut up leave for us five that. minutes. Okay? Win your Oscar and then just shut the hell up, please. Okay? Thank you. But you know who you know who didn't shut the hell up.
1: Who? Really?
0: Um, or I guess did he shut up? I don't know. It's hard to say what he was doing. But we have Simon Rex, who is a porn star turned actor, <laughs> who I love. I'm obsessed with him. I only found he's out not who actually
1: he was. a porn star turned actor.
0: Wasn't he a porn star? No, he was a DJ, Simon Rex. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to continue my fantasy that he used to be a porn star. And oh, maybe he was a porn star. Was he a porn star? I'm I pretty sure he was DJ. a porn star. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a now. porn star. I'm not ever going to look it up. And if he wasn't, don't tell me because I like to think that he was. <laughs> okay. um, I, just found, I just found out who he was. Other than him being in Scary Movie, I did recognize him from <laughs> <in> Scary Movie. <laughs> But he's in this movie this year called Red Rocket, and it's so good. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. You can rent it, I think, and it'll probably be streaming soon. Or actually, I think it already is streaming. So fucking good. So fun. One of my favorites of the year, other than Power of the Dog. It might actually be more favorite of mine than Power of the Dog. Anyway.
1: Right. By the way, I have to let you know, you were right. He used to do solo scenes, you know,
0: those solo kind of scenes where people go solo where They masturbate, yeah. We can, you can say the word, you can say the word, Armin. Okay, and this, and I wasn't stigma. sure if that's, <laughs> I wasn't sure if that makes the pod x rated if I said that.
1: Um, but yeah, he would, he was uh, I, like, told a nude him that model, we shouldn't
0: exist today. Okay, there's nothing else like that we can say that's wrong. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, apparently, he was in a few in three. Films doing solo masturbation Scenes so there you go I, I Knew him as like the VJ MTV I think I was texting about this actually
0: Yeah we, we had a whole mm. you gave me More context to his career Because yeah. um, I refused to google anything Ever but <laughs> um, His story of the Week which we love is that apparently Years ago he was In a show with Meghan Markle Of royal family fame And um, Someone approached him to like lie about saying that he dated Meghan Markle while they were on the show together and they were going to pay him to like, um, say that, I guess $70,000. They were paying, going to pay him $70,000 to say that just he dated a lie, Markle, which like I would do it, I don't know. <laughs> I would probably do it. But my thing is I like think in our position, we may, we may have to take it, you know, <laughs> Right, because once again, don't want to work. If I can make $70,000 by just saying one simple lie, sign me up. If that is a job, <laughs> I will do that job. If if that counts as getting off my ass to work, I will fucking get off my ass immediately and start lying. Um, UK, UK Press, reach out to us. To let please, us know what you not. need us to lie about. Like, I dated Meghan Markle, bitch. Okay, who's going to pay me? Um. <laughs> So yeah, he's, he apparently said no. Cause he just was like, that's not fair. Um, and then I guess Megan Markle sent him a thank you letter. And in the letter he said, it's nice to know there were still good people. And my favorite part about the story is that Simon Rex framed this note and has it in a frame, which like I would do this. If someone's, if anyone sent me a thank you, no, I would frame it, but no one's ever thanked me for anything I've ever done in my life. So I'm
1: testing you on that. I'm 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 gonna test you. Look out! Look out for a little note in your mailbox.
0: Please don't send me a note. Like, what are you gonna think before <laughs> getting our <laughs> podcast canceled?
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it's nice to know there are still good people out there, and hopefully, it gets framed.
0: Um. Well, I won't be framing it because like frames are expensive. Also, I have like three pictures that I bought online that I still haven't framed, and it's been like a year. But um. Anyway. Yeah, I love Simon Rex. If you guys haven't watched, this is now a Red Rocket Stan account. If you haven't watched Red Rocket yet, please watch it. It was so good. It's also very cringy because he like very much is dating a 16 year old in it. But Oh, wow. It's- yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. Um, I'll let you know what I think. You'll never think of the um, song Bye 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 by NSYNC in the same way.
1: Oh, enough okay. said. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Enough <laughs> <Nuff> said. <laughs> okay, let's get to our final story, Rye. Do you want me to break it down or do you want to break it down? Break it down. So uh, I think one of your favorite couples, right? C- Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz. They're one of your favorites. You love mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I, I love them. I, I'm, not, I'm not as in love with the couple as, as, as you are, I'd say. Well, uh, if people don't know them, they're a Vanderpump Rules fame. They got married like seven years ago, I want to say. It was, it was a while ago. yeah. But they were together for even longer before that. Well, anyway, there are rumors that they could be divorcing. Now, there, there's nothing concrete yet. But, you know, we love our um, irresponsible speculation on this podcast. So we're going to go mm-hmm. for it. And it was published on page six, a very reputable source for us. Very. It. And And the source for page six was... An Instagram post, and we all know how uh, reliable Instagram posts are, especially when the posts and what we derive from them are all about innuendo. So this is this is hard hitting. This is hard hitting as it gets. Basically, what happened is Katie Maloney and Stassi Schroeder, a former cast member of Vanderpump Rules, did a little pose where they put their left hand against their face, like kind of like you know they're resting their head, you know, on on their left hand, the ring hand. Mm-hmm. Stassi had the big, giant diamond ring, very visible, very visible, very obvious. Katie Maloney, however, you know, same, same thing, same pose. The ring is missing. Why mm-hmm. did she take it off? She, she's not a take it off, take the ring oh. off kind of wife. Historically, the fans no. have tracked it. They they pulled all the data. She's always wearing her ring. So, based on this, you know, photo and the you know, obviously, the, all the innuendo, speculation you know, um, has, has begun that maybe she is signaling to the fans, to everyone, that her and Schwartz are on the outs. Rye, we have only a few more minutes until we have to wrap up the pod. Uh,
0: send us off with what you think about this. I am getting very watch next season to find out. This
1: whole pod has been all about celebrities promoting their their own shit, their movies, their albums, their TV shows. Are you noticing a trend here, Rai? Are we carrying water for celebrities? We're doing this podcast, but we're really just a hashtag ad?
0: Yes, I started the podcast with that. Uh, that's literally my, what I say every week. Uh.
1: We are a hashtag ad. I just, re- I'm just, I'm becoming self aware. I'm like a robot that's become self
0: aware. You know? Yeah. And I, you keep like saying it today, like this is like a new concept that we're covering. And I'm like, have you been like, are you getting brainwashed after every episode and not thinking that we just do this every week? No, no. no we, well, we've
1: talked about it before, but like, I feel like there's been some stories that are genuine, like college admission scandal, like Lori Loughlin wasn't promoting like the return of fuller house she wasn't promoting fuller house like she she a prison you know like it's the last couple weeks and remember when i brought up the don the two theory you you were pretty amazed by that you didn't see that one coming
0: well because i didn't know he was coming out with a new album right right okay so i'm just saying like, like okay this is all making sense no and we are bravo fans we know that you, you know watch the the show. it's very Kardashian, and you you find out little tidbits of what's going on in their lives through the tabloids and then you have to watch the show to know and i'm like that's very bravo to like with the housewives you hear little little rumors and then you're like well i want to see what the real real truth is so you watch the show especially vanderpump rules is not in its golden age anymore and i think they need reasons for us to keep watching did i love last season no did i hate it no it's not their best not their worst But there were certain things that I was like, you know, they broke up. I need to know what happens. They broke up. I need to know what happens. So of course the rumors are true. Do I, or the rumors are happening. Do I think they're true? Uh -uh. But unfortunately that show does have a chokehold on me and I will be watching until the day I die. And that's just one of my toxic traits, but I live for it. I love Tom Schwartz. I think the only time they're going to get divorced is when him and Tom Sandoval start admitting their love for each other. And I will watch that show as well.
1: right another great episode um I'm, i was happy to uh do all those hashtag
0: ads with you mm-hmm. um yeah thank you guys for listening to my last episode as i will not be welcome back after everything i said this week but i really <laughs> love women and men should not have any rights and nope i'm gonna stop but um <laughs> thank you guys for listening and next week possibly i will be doing a ryan's research episode <laughs> slash ryan's apology tour episode Ryan's Apology Tour, and i will not bring up a single controversial it will all be just vibes nothing important will be said so stay tuned for that
1: stay tuned next week for ryan reading a statement for why he actually does believe
0: in human rights notes up apology coming soon and um yeah love you all i promise and we'll see you later bye bye